to the Basically Allie podcast. Wow, it's been a while since I said that. Um, I think it's been about a month since I've released an episode, and I have a lot to catch everybody up on. A lot has happened. I've just been super busy. We went on vacation. We had people visiting. Everything was just kind of crazy, so... I kept saying I was going to record an episode and then I would push it off because I'd be like, no, it's too late now. Like, I've just been so tired. Like, working an eight to five with a commute is just exhausting. And doing this podcast is something I really love doing, but I, my job is my main priority and then like prioritizing myself. And this is kind of just like a fun little hobby. So, my hope is now that I've kind of got everything settled and handled and on a good schedule again, I can start recording weekly episodes again. So that's sort of that. Um, I knew I, I know I said I was going to release an episode last week after I got from, back from vacation. I was supposed to release it Wednesday and then I was supposed to release it Friday and then I pushed it to Saturday and then I was like, you know what? I just need to relax this weekend. I had a lot of things to catch up on after getting back from vacation. So I decided let's just wait. We'll do a big episode this week. I'll talk about everything, talk about what's kind of been going on. So let's kind of get into that. Um, So a little recap on where I have been. I think the honestly, the last episode I recorded was the one about um, Grey's Anatomy. So that was last updated on March 1st, and we are now at March 28th. So it's almost the end of the month. Um, so what's happened since March 1st? Uh, my mom visited, so she was here for like a whole week. So I didn't really have time to record an episode. We were kind of just hanging out, relaxing, spending time together just because I hadn't seen her since our our wedding since our wedding in October. Um so yeah, that was a nice trip. We did a lot, got to show her Phoenix and the area and sort of like what we love about Arizona. So that was nice. Um and then from there Really, it just became prep to go on our honeymoon. So we did a lot of cleaning, laundry, prepping like for the pet sitter to come, packing, um, working. And yeah, so we decided in October when we got married that we were going to delay our honeymoon just because... Weddings are so freaking expensive, which you know that we've talked about that, but we decided that we wanted to, one, save money, and part of saving money was seeing how much money we got from the wedding, deciding then where we wanted to go, what our budget was, and all of that, so after the wedding in like end of October, I reached out, we kind of had like a budget set that we wanted to spend, I reached out to a travel agent because I've never traveled internationally. Um, We wanted to do an all-inclusive. And so we were like, let's just work with this travel agent um, that my dad recommended because they have gone to a lot of like resorts. And so 
We reached out to her, told her our budget, told her our time frame of when we wanted to go. And from there, she gave us a lot of different options. We looked at like Mexico. We looked at um, Jamaica, the Dominican Republic. We looked at Secrets Resorts, Excellence Resorts, um, a bunch of different ones. And she finally, we were like, okay, we know let's do the Dominican Republic. That's kind of where we originally said we were going to go. Um, we're like, we can go to Mexico anytime. We're really close. So let's do something cool. Let's go to the Dominican Republic. And it honestly was a little cheaper than Mexico where we were wanting to go in like the, in Mexico. I think it was like in the Cancun area. So we were like, okay, let's do this. And so, cause we thought it was going to be more expensive. So we ended up picking, um, Secrets Cape Cana and it is in around Punta Cana, um, in the Dominican Republic, and I'm, if I'm butchering that name, I'm sorry, but we went there, um, we left for that trip on, like, March 15th, we flew Phoenix to Dallas, Dallas to Punta Cana, and it was such a long flight, but seriously, so freaking worth it. We were there for, I think, like, six nights, um, it was amazing, like, the service from when you stepped out of, like, the van like the transportation like which we had to ourselves non-stop from the airport to the resort um this guy like took all our bags to the van you step out they hand you drinks and then they take you over and they sit you down to check you in and they talk about the resort and they go over everything and then you get your own personal concierge for the whole trip you have your own concierge and he like is there to answer any questions plan anything he sends you the day like the activities for the day so we check in he the personal concierge then um walks us to our room which we left our bags and they ended up bringing him to the room which 10 out of 10 we get to the room it was beautiful they upgraded us to like a honeymoon package um and so we had this big king size room it was a beautiful like big walk-in shower with two rain heads like a balcony that kind of overlooked like some palm trees and the pool and the pool bar a little bit and we had like a little soaking tub and so really that night we were so hungry and so exhausted so we just ordered room service which I cannot recommend an all-inclusive more like all-inclusive resorts are my new thing I would like I want to go back like now you all your food so that includes um, most of the restaurants, except if your preferred club, you get like two additional, but we just did regular. So all of the restaurants, um, buffet, morning buffet, lunch buffet, all the drinks you want, like, and I mean all the drinks you want and 24 hour room service all included in the price we paid. And I think in total with the six nights, and transportation to him from the airport, the travel agent fee we paid, which was so small, I think it was like $40, and the flights, it was um, like $5,500, which I would spend that again in a heartbeat. It was the perfect vacation. So yeah, so our room was perfect, and literally like during the day, we had like a little routine. We would, we would get up. We kind of woke, were waking up early, which is surprising because the time we were going back, so you think we would be sleeping in because we're not used to the early time. But 
anyway, it was perfect. We would get up, we would go to the breakfast buffet, we would have our swimsuits on, we would walk down, find our spots at the pool. We found the perfect spot at the pool. Um, the, the second day, the first day we spent at the pool and the beach, which the beach was beautiful. And they had these like palapas. And I swear to God, I was living my bachelor in paradise dreams. It was amazing. I had this like swinging bed. I was just laying on and it was so good. And so, uh, but then the next couple of days we found our perfect spot at the pool and we had this amazing waitress, Madeline, and she brought us the first day we found those seats at the pool, uh, peach bellinis. And then she would just walk around and she'd be like, if you need anything, just say, Madeline, where are you? and it was so funny and she would just come around and ask if you want drinks and literally like endless pina coladas I think Joe had like so many rum and cokes which is his drink and then like they have like a lunch buffet a little pool bar like um to get snacks from swim up bar the pool spot we found like overlooked the Caribbean which it was so beautiful it was like right it was like an infinity pool right on the beach and then they had umbrellas and the pool boys would come and set up your towels and open the umbrellas and then we um also went on one excursion we decided we wanted to do one so we went on they picked us up like at 8 a.m one morning and then we went on a car ride to this boat and we were kind of nervous because the boat the waves were pretty crazy because it had rained part of the day uh two days before so the waves were pretty crazy and so it was like one of those big like catamaran boats um and so they were like we had to get on this boat and the boat was seriously rocking into the side of like the um dock and they were like lifting people onto the boat and I hesitated and they were like you have to go now and they like threw me in the boat (laughs) and so we went on this boat ride and we were kind of nervous but we went and we were supposed to go snorkeling but we get to the snorkeling spot and the waves were super high and the guy was like my captain just told me we can't snorkel um if you wanted to snorkel the next time I would see you is in the sky meaning that like if we snorkeled here we would die which like was probably a tad bit dramatic so we were all sad but understood and I was sad because the one thing I wanted to do was snorkeling I've always wanted to snorkel and I was like I'm gonna do it even though we were approaching the snorkeling spot and I was getting really nervous because like I want to do these things and I just really hate the idea of something else being in the water with me like even like small fish like swimming in the great lakes still freaks me out because I hate fish like I don't swim in inland lakes I hate them they're gross the great lakes like okay if it's clear and I can see it it's fine but like if it's not like it nah and so looking at the water all around where we were like driving up to the snorkeling spot it was kind of like dark and I was like oh my god and I was getting like nervous and I was like I don't know if I'm gonna do this and I was like Joe was like you don't have to do it and I was like no I have to do it because I've always wanted to and I will literally be so mad at myself so when we pulled up to the snorkeling spot and he said we couldn't I was kind of sad but at the same time I was kind of relieved and so because I was like, what if there's like, because they were saying that they have these nets to kind of keep the seaweed out, but they're like, they don't keep the sharks out. And then I was like, oh my God. And I was like, sharks, fish, jellyfish, all these things. So after that, we ended up going to this little sandbar spot where they did let us get out. And that was like crystal clear. And they were like, you can try snorkeling here. And so I tried snorkeling in like two seconds. And I was like, this is absolutely not for me. I like couldn't. And I'm a sw- I was a swimmer for like six years. And so I'm, de- I'm comfortable in the water. Like I can swim like even in big waves, like 
I went to Puerto Rico when I was in like a junior in high school and like I survived some big waves there like I thought I was gonna die in one of those waves in Puerto Rico but I survived so I'm used to kind of a little bit rough water um I'm a strong swimmer but the idea of breathing in in the water and like your nose like breathing in with the mask on it just was like not working for me and so I was like okay this I'm done (laughs) like whatever and so we just hung out in the water um and like took pictures like they had this guy he was like taking pictures of everybody and so we got to buy the pictures at the end it was like $50 and we got like 30 pictures they were super cute so after that they took us back on the boat and then we had to like get off at the same area and then they put us in this like uh bus van sort of thing and they took us to this jungle and we walked through this jungle to this cenota which is essentially like a little inland lagoon freshwater thing so you walk it was like an eight ten minute walk in and then you go in and it was beautiful but the whole time I kept thinking and this is the anxiety in me was oh my god you read these stories about people who swim in these and then they get flesh eating like bacteria or like a brain eating amoeba. And so I was joking the whole time. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have an amoeba because I'm swimming in this. And I was like freaked out. So I swam in it for a little bit, had Joe take some pictures of me. And then I was like, okay, getting out of here. Gotta go. So yeah, that was that. And then we went back to the resort, scarfed down lunch and napped, which was amazing. And then the rest of the trip, we honestly like we our routine would be like breakfast, pool, relax, eat lunch, pool, go back to the room around like three or four, um, shower, nap, get ready, go to nice dinner. They had like a Mexican place, a hibachi place, an Italian place, a French place, Um, a seafood place and like a steakhouse which all of the food was super good um I think our favorite was the hibachi which I tried sushi for the first time and I'm absolutely obsessed now like all I can think about is the sushi that I ate and I just want it more so we went to hibachi twice because it was so good and we did the hibachi where they cook in front of you one time which was super fun and then we did the second time um, just like the regular menu, which wasn't as good, but the sushi was still good. They brought me the platter, like the little platter of sushi that they give the hibachi like grill people, um, like those people who are doing that. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. And because all of it was included. So at every meal, we would get an appetizer, a main course, and a dessert, and endless drinks. Like at the hibachi place, they kept bringing me tequila sunrises. And then like at the Italian place, the guy just kept topping off my wine. And it was just fabulous. Like (laughs) I literally cannot talk about it enough. The amazing service. Everybody was so nice, so kind, so helpful. And it was just, it was the best vacation I've ever had. So yeah. And then we would go back, relax. The only downside was the TV was in Spanish. So really there was limited channels. So we watched, um, the Cine, Cinemax, Cinemark, Cinemax channel the whole time. And it was just random movies. Like they played like Jurassic World, like action movies, random movies we just watched the whole time. And then I would flip through and sometimes get other English channels. But um, yeah, I read a couple books. It was just so nice. And then poor Joe got kind of sick at the end. Um, So it was a rough travel day back home. And then we went right back into work, which yeah. So that's what we did last week. And then 
this weekend we were just really tired because like travel having such a long travel day and being on vacation and then immediately going back into work where I was super busy for three days straight it was just exhausting so like over the weekend we were like okay we're just gonna get our life in order because we came back at like 10 p.m and had to work at like 8 a.m the next day so we didn't have time that night to like do laundry and get everything sorted so like we literally threw all of our bags in the guest room pulled out what we needed and then left it all in there till the weekend and so we spent the weekend kind of unpacking and did so many loads of laundry like two weeks worth of laundry it was insane so that's what we did last weekend and then worked yesterday worked today and now I'm recording the podcast so that's kind of where I've been. There's just been a lot going on and work's been really insane and busy and kind of stressful. And so it was nice to go on vacation and kind of just unplug for like seven days. Like we didn't have cell service. So we just had like Wi-Fi. So I tried to be on my phone like limited and I really just like tried to unplug and read books and relax and like it was really good quality time that Joe and I got to spend together, which was nice because we just don't see each other like we see each other, but really it's at like 5.45, 6 p.m. And then we go to bed at like 10 and then we wake up and go to work. And so really the only quality time we normally get is like on the weekends or like at night, like at eating dinner or whatever. So it was really nice and I definitely want to go on another vacation. And so we have lots planned for this year, not in terms of vacation, just lots of trips that we're taking because we have determined that this was our first proper vacation we've ever taken together. We've taken trips together. Like we went to Florida and stayed with my grandparents. We did a road trip to South Carolina. We did a Tennessee road trip. All like we went to Wisconsin, Chicago, all these trips. And to us, those are trips because you're like running around, doing things, seeing things, driving it's relaxing but not really relaxing whereas this was a proper vacation where we were waited on like hand and foot and so we would have like turn morning like uh they would come clean the room and then turn down service so yeah a proper vacation so I want to do more of these but lots of things coming up this year Joe's going back to Michigan in May um we're going I think hopefully back to Michigan in July for a couple of days we I'm going to see Taylor Swift in LA in August doing a little like best friend trip there um we're going to a wedding in Charleston in November and yeah that's what we have planned so far I'd like to do a little getaway for like our one year anniversary but we got married in October so I don't know if tropical will happen just because hurricane season so I gotta look at that but I want to look at maybe like Mexico since we are so close like if we could do something since we have passports now except Joe has to renew his passport but I have a passport now and now I am addicted to international travel like in all-inclusive resorts so we have talked about big trips we want to do to like Europe in a couple of years so lots of saving and figuring that all out but that is a big life update kind of everything that's been going on so I think now, since this took up like 20 minutes of me just talking and updating you, um, now I'm going to get into talking about the rest of the season of The Bachelor. Um, I wanted to do, I had really high ambitions to do a live reaction to the woman tell all and release that like unedited, but 
I couldn't even watch the woman tell all like live because we were so busy like packing and everything. So I couldn't watch that live. Um, and I, I'm not a fan of the woman tell all episode. So I was like, okay, maybe this will be good. I'll do this. But then I was like, I really don't have time. It was like the day before we left on vacation. And I was like, I, I gotta pack and get things ready. So I didn't end up being able to do that. Um, so the last time I talked was about The Bachelor, I think was March 1st. Um, so we had Hometowns, Fantasy Suites, Women Tell All, and then the final, the finale and after the final rose. So this is kind of just going to be the rest of the episode is talking about that. Um, You could kind of tell once we got and narrowed it down towards the end of the season into the final four that Zach was like smitten with Katie. Like his smile and reaction around her was just different than anybody else. Like he had that sort of around Gabby as well. But we do the uh, final the final four. So hometowns it was um, Gabby had a hometown, Katie, Ariel and Charity. The four of them had hometowns and I think all four of them went surprisingly well. I think the only one, it's been a while since I watched it. The only one I think that had drama was Ariel when Ariel, Ariel, I'm really sorry if you're listening to this, even though I doubt you are, but the only one that had drama was hers was when his, her brother asked like, do you even know her birth date or something crazy like that? And he's like, no. And so he's like, how can you even think about getting engaged and you don't even know this important fact about this person? And so I was like, okay, I kind of thought Ariel would go home, but then I heard the spoiler about who the bachelorette's going to be. Um, and it's not really a spoiler anymore because they announced it on the woman tell all. So I knew Charity was going to go home, but Charity's hometown was just so wholesome and like all of her family and friends and everybody was so supportive. So I am really, really excited for her to be the Bachelorette, um, especially after the preview that they showed last night in the finale. With the, the brother, <laughs> what did the brother lover or something? It was like brother. I don't know. I thought it was really funny. So I'm, I'm really excited. I think she has a great personality and so I hope she finds love, but um. Yeah, so we have hometowns. I think Gabby's went okay. Katie's went good. When they did Katie's and she was like, you're going to help me move in and we're going to do these normal things in Austin. Like, I was like, okay, like I could see them being together because like he just seemed like, okay, this is so normal. And like that was his favorite date. You could kind of tell. So then Charity goes home. We do the women tell all. The women tell all, here are my thoughts about this. I don't like the women tell all because a lot of the time in the past, it's just them been them yelling, rehashing drama, people trying to do their Bachelor in Paradise auditions, and it just is a lot. I think over the past season, a few seasons, they have gotten better at the women tell all of women not trying to speak over each other and women really not trying to get involved in the drama because they are aware of how much getting involved in the drama and yelling and fighting makes you a villain online. Like your online image is so important, like with being on The Bachelor. So they kind of have understood that. So yeah, there's still some arguing and stuff and still some people trying to like make a name for themselves because they want to go on paradise. Um, But there was not a lot about that. Like there was some drama with Christina Mandrell, of course, um, and Kat 
and there were some other people there was some drama with like Jess addressing Zach which let's talk about the Jess and Zach um I think I talked about this when she left but like that was just a weird situation and like up I applaud her for being the bigger person in this and like Yes, like her sparkle outfit was amazing, which she brought up in the show, but the women tell all, but kind of fast forwarding to a rumor came out a couple days before the Bachelor finale aired, and it was, I think from Gia from Barstool, like Chicks in the Office podcast, she was saying that she heard that Zach gets engaged to Katie, but then they break up, and now he's with Jess, and I was like, what? She didn't even get a one-on-one, and so I thought that was kind of wild, and then I re-watched when she was like, so was it the sparkles, and he, like, laughed, and I was like, maybe they could be together, but, like, I think she's too smart for that, and so obviously it ends up they're not together. We'll get to, like, the finale, but I just thought that was kind of a far-fetched thing that was really just trying to get people to be interested in finding out what happened this season so interesting play on their part I'm wondering if like somebody from The Bachelor like was like here's a little tea but it was fake and so yeah um I don't know I don't know she posted a TikTok today about it It was like it was she used a viral sound it was like I didn't even get a date with the man and so yeah that was an interesting thing so Obviously, Charity goes home, hometowns, women tell all. Zach talks to some of the women. The women tell all is not my favorite episode. So I probably had more like witty comebacks when I watched it, but I watched it not live. So yeah, it's also hard being on the Pacific, like like the Pacific, the like Pacific, like East West Coast time. Um, because I have to avoid spoilers for things so much because it premieres first on East Coast. So that's a little bit of a struggle. So Women Tell All, then we go into Fantasy Weeks. Fantasy, oh my goodness, I cannot speak. Fantasy Sweets Week. And this is where S-I-T, S-I, oh my gosh. S-I, take a breather. S-H-I-T hits the fan. Um, He goes into this week being like, I know this week is normally seen as sex week, which makes me think, what the heck happened between him and Rachel in the fantasy suite? What happened in the fantasy suite room? Because you could tell immediately when that was over, Rachel totally changed her demeanor on him and knew and was going to send him home. And it sounds like there was some like stuff they were talking about. And it's like, okay, like, have you seen The Bachelor or Bachelorette before, Zach? Like, sex week? Like, it's not, that. nobody really calls it that or addresses it. So I kind of, he put this, like, stigma out there and was like, this is sex week. And then he was like, but I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to make a vow and tell these women that we're not going to be intimate. So he does that and he tells Ariel and she was kind of like, okay she kind of in the editing you could tell was disappointed but in like some tiktoks she made she you could tell she was like I kind of was like I thinking the same thing um and I think she talked about it on after the final rose but 
yeah then he does his uh one-on-one with gabby and she kind of is sort of spiraling and is getting insecure and they never addressed this all season but there was rumors out there that gabby was the one who was who read the how to win the bachelor book by the game of roses podcast people and they never address that but having that knowledge in my mind that she was the one rumored to that was reading that everything i felt like she did was calculated in that fact of like I'm playing this game and I think she really did like him but also at the same time I was like do you really like him or are you doing your bachelorette audition and I really grew to like Gabby like I her personality is amazing I think she's such a strong woman she stood up for herself she knew she was like I do not need your pity like all of this she's amazing But everything leading up to the finale, I was wondering if it was sort of calculated in that mindset of like, I'm playing this how to win the bachelor game. I know I'm not going to win at this point, which we'll get to the finale in a little bit. So it was just interesting to me. And I, I couldn't tell if her tears were real when she was like freaking out. And then you could tell she kind of got upset when he was like oh no like sex during the fantasy suites and then immediately the next morning he's like they she's talking about how great of a morning they like time they had and he like seems like happy and all of this and then he goes and tells jesse that him and gabby decided to both consented to having sex and like i really am ashamed of myself and like i couldn't hold my promise and all these things and like jesse in his head probably was like dude I told you like it's hard to like make this commitment it's hard to make any ultimatum and be like I'm not gonna do this because then like it puts you in like a bad light like because you said this and then you broke it and now he something about like Catholic guilt he said was he went and told Katie about it and like that kind of made their one-on-one date during fantasy suites sort of rocky but somehow like I don't know if I missed something they like still ended up going to fantasy a fantasy suite which like it all seemed okay by the dinner date so like I bet there was like a lot that wasn't aired but yeah so they end up having a fantasy suite everything seemed fine um And then they go to the rose ceremony and you could tell Gabby's kind of upset because he did talk to Gabby and say, I need to tell Katie. And she was just like blindsided. And this is where I think she was like, I think she should have walked away because she was like what super offended and upset that he just went and exposed like their sex life and what they did. And he should not have done that. And it sort of made it like she said in the finale, like you were just doing it for like a sort of like a TV show and it felt like you weren't taking her feelings into consideration. And I don't know if he sort of became like manipulative or like a little bit of gaslighting and like what his responses to her. He wasn't like rude. He was understanding and supportive, but I think he was just kind of a little bit stringing her along because he was like, I need to do final three, final two and a winner. Like I'm doing a traditional bachelor season. This is what they, the producers want. They want a traditional bachelor season where somebody gets engaged and it's like the old seasons, which fine, but I have grown to like that they don't break up with the person on the final rose date because like the final rose day where he proposes because like 
it's not as like awkward or heartbreaking. It's still heartbreaking, but it's not as like dramatic and heartbreaking and you're stringing this person along. Like he just couldn't make up his mind, but, and then he says he could. So I don't know. Um, so yeah, we get to the rose ceremony for the fantasy, fantasy suites week. And he gives a rose to Katie, gives a rose to Gabby. Um, and then sends Ariel home. And she had no idea about the, like, he had sex with Gabby. And it was just, like, so interesting. Because you've seen now on social media how close Katie and Gabby are. And they're, like, BFFs. And so it's, like, how does it feel like you're competing, like, but not competing with this guy in, like, the final two? And she's, like, I know it was you. And then you know, like, this person you've become really good friends with had sex like with the guy you're gonna end up being engaged with I don't know it was just a weird dynamic but the bachelor weird is the bachelor world is just a weird dynamic overall so yeah that was fantasy Suites. then we get to the finale where they do the live finale um they both meet the family Gabby though doesn't really She's like, I don't know if I want to meet the family because, like, I still have these concerns. Like, I'm really upset about what you did. And he kind of reassures her. And I see where she starts to get where she was coming from in the finale and was so hurt and upset for being strung along when he knew it was going to be Katie. And she, um, they did both meet the family. They both have their final date. And she was kind of, Gabby again was kind of getting upset and was like, I just like, how are you going to choose? Like all these things, like, don't you just know? And she was hoping it was her, but I think she all, she said, she ended up saying that she knew it wasn't going to be her. And so then they get to the final day where like he breaks up with Gabby and proposes to Katie, but she steps out of the SUV and knows she knew when she stepped out of the SUV and she stepped into some mud she was like you had to pull up here in like the mud and which I was like yes get those producers like be your authentic self on TV don't just like be good like a good person for like TV and she was like you better not do this to Katie when she gets here like she knew that it wasn't gonna be her and still like you could tell in her whole demeanor like she walked down there she knew she didn't say anything like I think normally the person not the lead so she was supposed to say like her little spiel and then he talks but he went right she didn't say anything he went right into it and then he was like but and then she knew and she was like stop talking she like did not want him to talk because she was like this is like ridiculous why didn't you just tell me last night and she was like he was like I didn't know till I was like laying in bed and which you later find out he knew like for a couple days um who he was gonna pick and so obviously she's like and then when he they're talking after the final rose and stuff she's like it was just upsetting to be strung along like I thought this was love not just a tv show and like go Gabby like she did so good when she was leaving like she was like genuine emotion she was like why am I so unlovable like all these things which kind of led me to be like are you like auditioning for the bachelorette but they gave it to charity um So I could definitely see her on Paradise, but, and then it's just so awkward to have this whole confrontation with like Gabby and Zach, like their breakup. And then you see them, uh, the interview on after the final rose and they're talking and she starts to call it out for being just a TV show. And that's when Jesse kind of shuts it down a little bit. It's like, okay, we only have a little bit of time left. And then Zach, you, you can, what do you want to respond to this? And then they go immediately to the proposal with Katie. 
and it was just it's just such an awkward transition from I'm going to break up with this person to now I'm going to propose to this person who's going to be happy and woohoo. And yeah. And then you want, you want to be happy for Zach and like Katie, but then you're like, I'm still like heartbroken for Gabby. And like, this is upsetting because you immediately jump to it because it's live TV. And so they get engaged and then they come out and thank God they're still together. I was getting really sick of seasons of the bachelor or bachelorette where they would get engaged and then they would come on after the final rose and they're already broken up. Like, what is the point of the show? Like, yes, it's a TV show. It's a reality TV show. Like, I am a sucker for love. I'm a sucker for a love story. Like, I like the old seasons of The Bachelor where like, yeah, Ari did it wrong where he chose Beck and then chose Lauren, but him and Lauren are married. Like, Sean Lowe and Catherine are married. Um, Like, JoJo and Jordan. Like, Becca and Garrett even were like together for a long time and then he became a Trumpy um, or was always a conservative Trumpy um, and then they broke up and but her and Thomas are together and like the paradise couples like Joe and Serena and Hannah G and Dylan and um, Ashley and Jared and Jade and Tanner like all those are like my favorite part of the show because they kind of like created this real world love story out of this show and so it was just kind of getting frustrating and like what's the point anymore and I think the producers realized that when they're like what's the point of just having this drama show anymore like we know people are coming on because they want to be influencers we know all of this but we still want it to be a love story so I think in that fact that they did it good and I hope it's not just all for show like they said they're moving in together and they want to get married and whatever so I hope it lasts that would be amazing. I think we needed that after some kind of crappy bachelor, bachelorette seasons. Um, yeah, those are just my thoughts. I know I just spent another 20 minutes rambling about the rest of the bachelor, but yeah, I am excited to watch the bachelorette. Um, bachelor in paradise is my favorite. So I'm excited to see who's on that. I'm anticipating Christina Mandrell, Kat, Ariel, Gabby, um, Jess, and probably some other randoms from Zach's season. And then we'll see. We'll meet the guys for charity season and see who they are. But I think that is all I have to say today. Um, I know this was a bit of a longer episode, about 38, 40 minutes. Um, I appreciate if you came back to listen after me taking a month off. I'm sorry there wasn't any episodes. I am hoping to be more consistent. We're going to try to stick with a Wednesday upload. Um, See how that goes over the next couple of weeks. If you have any like topic ideas, anything you want to hear my thoughts on or my hot takes on, DM me on Instagram. Um, Be interested in listening to those. But in seeing like seeing some different things there's lots of lots of tiktok drama going on Haley and selena and i don't even watch vanderpump rules i think that's what it is see i don't even watch it um the kardashians are coming back in may so we're very excited about that i love the kardashians um yeah lots of things going on um But I think that's all I will leave you with today. So thank you again for listening. Please give me a follow on Instagram at basicallyallypodcast or at alextalix. Leave me a review, a rating. It really helps um, 
trying to get my first little stars thing on Spotify. I was invited to upload my podcast to Amazon. So we'll see. I got to figure that out. But my main goal right now is to just make sure I can get it to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So thanks for listening. Um, Hope you have a great rest of your week. Talk to you later. Bye.